This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Bruss. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our special guest is Jamie Galloway. Now, he is one of the leaders of the prophetic movement, moving in supernatural realms. I mean, this man sees encounters with God on a regular basis, but it wasn't always that way, as it is with many people that we interview on on both uh, TV and radio. At 17 years old, Jamie was hospitalized for five days because of a hole in his stomach from drugs and alcohol. And Jamie, that's an interesting place to pick up. But if you could just pick it up right there, what was going on with the drugs and alcohol, the hole in your stomach? What happened? Where, where, where did it take you? Yeah, Ryan, that's a great question. And, and uh, that's really, I would say so much of my story begins at that moment. Um, I had grown up in, in and out of uh, Christianity, in and out of church, uh, in and out of experience with God. And, but no one really showed me a better way. And so I ended up uh, falling apart through drugs and alcohol. And then uh, just over a period of time, the wear and tear that it took on my body, I ended up getting a hole in my stomach. And I don't know whether it's from the alcohol, uh, the amount of it, because I was drinking so heavy, uh, hard liquor. And at the age of 17, I'm probably 110 pounds wet. You know, I was just nothing, skin and bones. And so the the, the lack of proper nutrition uh, just, you know, I, I kind of was uh, losing myself to drugs. And then uh, I ended up in the hospital because I noticed that I was able to cough up blood and blood was passing through me on a regular basis. And I just collapsed one day in my house, and my parents rushed me to the hospital. I ended up in the hospital, and they're investigating. There's a hole in my stomach, and they, they actually see it through live x-ray. They have me drink this kind of special milkshake formula in order to see the hole in my stomach. And my body at the same time had broken out in uh, not hives, but anaphylactic shock. I had uh, blood splotches all over my body from head to toe on my skin. So the coloration of my skin was purple all over in different areas. And uh, the, the, the doctors found this hole in my stomach. And Ryan, when uh, I, I discovered or I thought there was a hole in my stomach, I mean, the, the immediate dread of death set in. And it was at that moment that my father told me that I needed to give my life to Jesus and be very serious about my life for Jesus. And I didn't really understand what it was that he was trying to convey to me, because even though he was telling me about Jesus, I, I very, I, it's almost like well, blindness was over my eyes. I didn't really understand what it meant to totally give my life to Jesus. I had become aware of him, you know, growing up in and out of church. But then this happened, and I just said in my heart, I need to do whatever it takes. And uh, I went the next, next day to the live x-ray again and the hole in my stomach had disappeared. The doctors were talking to one another. I was under an, an, an unusual amount of uh, medication just to keep the pain le- levels low. But I remember listening to them talk to one another, asking, where is the hole? I, don't, I can't wow. see what's going on here. So it was in that moment, Ryan, that my life completely shifted. Now, did you did you know and or feel that God had healed you, and is that what led you to be man? I got I got to I got to serve the Lord. You know what? It was really for me. It was not a. There was no brilliant light that shone over me or anything like that. It was that I had just put the math together and said, my dad told me about Jesus. I had a hole in my stomach. Right. And now it's gone. Maybe Jesus healed me. And when I got out of the hospital, I was in there for five days total. I had gotten out of the hospital, released from the hospital, not as a miracle, because they were still keeping an eye on me, like, what is going on with this guy? 
they didn't really understand all that had happened, but I, I mean, they were nursing me back to life in other ways. But then I got out of the hospital and I read through the New Testament. Someone handed me a New Testament Bible, and I thought, "This is Jesus. Oh, He's real." I like that. He, he he did this for me. He healed a bunch of people. Why didn't he heal me? And it was at that moment that I really realized that Jesus had healed me. I I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, just dove into the New Testament. Now uh, it's obvious that the the devil is trying to take you out in in. Now I know you know why, but shortly after your salvation, you had an encounter with God. What happened? Yeah, so I had a, a tremendous amount of encounters as a kid with the demonic. For some unusual reason, the enemy had come against my life and taken advantage of my dreams, taken advantage of, uh, I would now, now I know is a prophetic gift, taken advantage of that and really tormented me through my sleep as a, as a child. Then when I got saved, I had been freed, completely freed of the fear and the torment that happened in, in the night. And I knew something had shifted in my life, and it was supernatural. And so I just began to see God. What if my dreams, what if you know visions, and what if all those things were not designed to be a place of torment in my life, but be to... Uh, designed to be a place of encountering God. And and almost immediately after my uh, salvation experience and the whole of my stomach getting healed, I heard the audible voice of God wake me up out of a deep sleep. I actually was, Ryan, sleeping, it sounds terrible, but sleeping in the middle of the day. You know, <laughs> I was uh, trying to recover from all the hospital, uh, you know, trauma and all that type of stuff and just taking it easy. I give my life to Jesus, was reading the New Testament. And I woke up, it was the middle of the day, and I heard the audible voice of God, and he spoke to me, and he said, I want to speak to you like I spoke to Moses. Oh, come on, that's he awesome. He said that, it literally hit me. I mean, I felt like shockwaves of energy and power going through my body, and it knocked me unconscious. I went back into a, into a deep sleep, and hours later I woke up just groggy because of the the intensity of the weight of those words. They had literally, you know, Jeremiah says, your words were like fire shut up in my bones. They had gone down to pierce even the the marrow in my bone. And that was how deep I felt the words penetrate my being. Now that is what you call an encounter, man. And, and then after this particular encounter, you went through a season of many encounters, correct? Yes. I became aware of, uh, that God is really in, interested in visiting us. Jesus is interested in talking with us. He's now, interested. if I could interrupt you, Jamie, is does that mean when you say us, a lot of Christians feel like it, that's for the fivefold, pastors, prophets, evangelists, uh, uh, teachers, and pastors, apostles, or is it for everybody? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Ryan. Numbers 12, there's a moment where Moses... He's uh, his his almost his position, his authority, who he is, is challenged by his uh, his brothers and sisters, and the 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 father comes down and speaks about Moses and his relationship with Moses, and he says, "If there's a prophet in the land, I speak to him in dreams, and I speak to him in visions, but not so with Moses. I make myself completely known to him, and he sees the form of the Lord." So he was saying, Moses has a different measure of, of relationship. It's not based upon his gift. It's not based upon his calling. It's really based upon his, his desire to, to love me and be faithful to me. So you, could, you would boldly say that for those who are listening, that I, here's what I hear you saying. It's not about a gift. It's about a relationship. And everybody out there can have the same relationship that Moses had with God, which is absolutely powerful. Is that correct? Absolutely. 100%. We are going to see an entire generation learn to walk with God on such a unique level that where we have almost forfeited this, uh, this kind of lifestyle relationship with God, 
only to those who are called to be in fivefold prophet offices yes. or apostle mm-hmm. offices or whatever you want to say, we forfeited this this right, this inheritance, this special, unique place that we have as the children of God to walk with Him. And He's calling us back to that place of relationship that we would experience the love, the joy, and the the, the realness of that relationship. It's not just something that we're called to live in the dark, you know. And I'm, I mean, I'm watching my own kids, my daughter, who's seven years old, she he- hears the voice of God so clearly, I'm jealous. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to her. She's not a prophet. She's seven years old. She's not, you know, there's no a, a apostleship that she carries. There's, she's not an evangelist. She's just a seven-year-old girl. But she has such a love for Jesus, and Jesus loves her, that Jesus will talk to her. He'll visit her. He'll communicate things to her. And I get jealous when I hear the <laughs> stories because I want a it, – it's, it's like ping and pong. We ping and pong off each other. I want an I want a greater increase of intimacy with God, just like Moses had. And obviously she's in a house where that's celebrated and, and you're sowing into, you know, everybody. doesn't matter how old you are, you can hear from God. And, and I love that uh, about your life and ministry, Jamie. Now, after uh, uh, many of these early encounters, you were mentored uh, by a good friend of this ministry here, Randy Clark, uh, for several, several years. What was that like? Wow, that was incredible. You know, Randy was very generous and took me under his wing, let me uh let me ride his coattails. You know, this guy, he's just one of the most giving people I've ever met. And he he provided not only a platform but but mentorship and he he really fathered me in my gift and a lot of what it is that uh I'm called to today and helped me carry myself in a in a way that really speaks of the quality of, of what we're called to in this day. I mean, Randy's one of the most gifted people I've met, but he's so humble and he's so gracious and he's always lifting people up, and especially those that he's mentoring. And so that was really incredible. And the miracles were outstanding. I mean, we saw so many miraculous moments when Randy ministered. And uh, the amazing thing was he let us minister with him which really speaks of the security of fathers. You know, fathers, true fathers, are not intimidated by their sons. You know, they're not intimidated by those around them. And you know what? We need more of that. We need more fathers, as as the Word actually says. We need more fathers training up young men and women in the ministry. Now, let me just shift gears for a moment. You... You, there, there's so many wonderful things on, on the information in front of me and that I've read and, and in your book. And so there's no way on this show that we can cover the extraordinary things that God has shown you, uh, uh, you know, just in a holistic way. Now, later on in the program, though, we will be talking about what, what the Lord is, is showing Jamie for the immediate future, both with a move of God and what is happening in the world. But right now, the Lord has shown you something about the tale. You call it the tale of two camps. What is that about? Yeah, that really was a very interesting moment in my life. And um, it, it, when my wife and I, we had met and we had just moved in uh, after marriage. We had just moved into our uh, apartment in Nashville. We were living in Nashville, Tennessee, downtown. And... At that moment, I started hearing the voice of God in a in a usual in an unusual way, a new way. He sh- he sh- started sharing with me signs that I would see in my week or somehow in my year at some point that would really give me a clue as to what it was He was doing in the season. And this illustrates that story. I was we were in Nashville, and we had uh, just moved in. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he told me that the, the Powerball for the lottery was going to be, the, the red Powerball was going to be the number 32. And so I wrote it down, and I told my wife, and I said, Honey, uh, the Lord told me for some reason that the Powerball for the lottery was going to be 32. <laughs> and she just, you know, kind of took it like a grain of salt. Wow, that's interesting. You know, she really didn't put a lot of weight into it. And uh, because I, I've been telling her a lot of different things that the Holy Spirit was, show, was showing me. Well, that next week, the, literally the next parable, the number 32 was drawn as the red parable. 
And so I thought, wow, that's super weird. God just showed me that. I want to know what this means. And then I looked, and the jackpot million at that time was $32 million. So you have two 32s. I said, God, what are you up to? And this is how God speaks to me. He gives me these little clues, and if I follow the clues, if I'm curious, then I will begin to see the story. Now, that I, I've never heard anybody say that before, Jamie. If I could uh, ask you here, uh, do you think that's happening to a lot of us more than we realize? Totally. We have, we, it's interesting because I come across so many people that say they're not hearing the voice of God. And then as, as I begin to talk with them, I help, I, I've seen and heard them tell all of these moments in their life that are happening, and they're trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And really, these are moments that God is speaking to them. He's giving them clues. And if they'll get curious, They'll have more, there's more there that they can unpack. There's more there that they can really begin to, uh, to, to, to be shown by the Father. And so this, this moment happened in the 32, and so I, I just did what I think is common sense. I went to the Scripture. I, th- I, I just went right to the Bible, and I looked up Genesis 32. I thought, if anywhere this is going to be found, it's going to be right in the beginning, Genesis so I go to Genesis 32, and I see this moment where Jacob says, and Jacob went on his way, and it says, and he, the angels of God met him there, verses 1 and 2. And he said, this is none other than God's camp, and he called that place Mahanaim, which means double camp. And so the two camps are really, it's the double camp. It's not just man's camp. It's God's camp and man's camp together. It's the double camp. And what we're going to see, Ryan, in this hour is we're going to see not just people camping out, you know, hoping for a move of God, but God is going to come down and visit with us. He's going to speak with us. And at that moment, I mean, we began to see uh, an unusual amount of heavenly activity in our life that to this day continues to accelerate. We, you know, angels will visit uh you know, we'll we'll have uh, signs and wonders that has happened, and we, you know, here's here's what is very interesting, Ryan, because so much of the body of Christ is looking for uh, evidence that even even believers that have strong faith, trust in God, they want evidence that God is with them, and so the only default they know is to go to church to to watch someone else minister yes, or someone exactly. else, you know. But the invitation is not not just to go to a, a better, you know, glory conference or a better, uh, you know, environment for supernatural things to happen. The invitation is that this would touch down in our home. You know, all this stuff is designed. And to this day, my daughter, uh, she's a total illustration of, of this. It's not real for me until it hits the kids. You know, when it when it touches down on the children you know cuz you can't con them you can't you can't you know psych them into encounters it just it doesn't work right it has to be real it has to be organic and my daughter at when she was uh 3 years old the lord jesus visited her in the middle of the night and woke her up she was screaming she's yelling out for us my well, i was away on mission and my wife runs into the room and she says what's going on mariah and Mariah says, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. He was just in my room. She's three years old. You wow. know, I've never, I mean, it's amazing to me. Yeah. And she she said, I want him back. I want him back. And she's crying because oh. she wants him back. And she's, she said he was smiling at her and standing in her doorway looking at her, smiling from ear to ear, so happy. And my wife says, you can have her back, have him back. All you have to do is invite him into your heart. And she invited Jesus into her heart in that moment. And literally the next day, it was like she was a different person, full wow. of wisdom. I mean, insight into things. I've never, I mean, I'm thinking this child is three years old, and my daughter's going, there's something unusual. Then at five, we get a phone, I get another phone call. I was away on mission again. I get another phone call, and she says, uh, my wife says, Mariah had a visitation last night, 
I said, what happened? She says, the angel of God woke her up in the middle of the night. He was in, in our room. She was in uh, in mommy's room that night. And the angel of God walked over to her, put his hand on her shoulder. She said, he looked young. This is what my daughter told my my wife. He looked young. And he put his hand on my shoulder, and it was hot like fire. She said, and he looked at me, and he said to me, stay away from wickedness, and I will be with you all the days of your life. Wow. I mean, I don't know any five-year-old that uses the word wickedness. No. <laughs> you know, and her countenance changed. Her, her life is, I mean, so we've seen the fruit of this in our own home more than anywhere else. And it's really inviting God that God wants to camp out with us. He wants to get down in the middle of everything with us. And he, he doesn't just come alone. He comes with angels. He comes with all of heaven. And I want to talk about that uh, in a little while. I want to talk more about what God is showing you, the encounters that you're having. In fact, you say that we are currently in one of the most awesome seasons in the body of Messiah. And you also say that uh, God doesn't want you just to see things, but he wants you to seize what you're seeing. And Jamie Galloway has put together for you the Supernatural Revolution Package book and CD set. This talks about the move of the Spirit that is right now beginning to cover the earth and how you can be invited into the heart of that movement. I love that. Just like we talked about how you can invite God to set up camp in your home, in your car, in your business, or wherever you're at. I'm telling you, this is powerful teaching. This book talks about visitations and how you can shift every area of your life to see miracles, to see favor, to see the angelic, uh, the, the creative power release. I mean, this book is just jam-packed. And then in the CDs, same thing, the seasons of God. And, and what God is saying to you right now, it's a now word, a now prophetic word for you. And in fact, in the CD set, he Praise a blessing, a blessing of impartation. We'll be right back with Jamie Galloway. Jamie Galloway has had multiple open visions of the third heaven, and the Lord shared with him how every believer can experience these heavenly visitations. Now he wants to impart to you how to obtain God's supernatural authority and power to help you fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. Call now and get Jamie Galloway's powerful book and his four-part audio CD teaching, Supernatural Revolution, prophetic vision for the 21st century, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9466. Through this book, Supernatural Revolution, you will understand a powerful key that will open you up to heavenly visitations. Learn how to have divine visitations that will cause a huge shift in your life and will release unprecedented amounts of supernatural favor. Tap into a new season of unparalleled angelic help that will release miracles, signs, and wonders. Begin walking in a new prophetic mantle that will help you obtain powerful revelatory insight. Receive a release of God's creative power to transform the world around you. Begin to walk in supernatural strength and see sudden answers to prayer. Many people report to Jamie that they have had visitations just from reading this book. Through his anointed four-part audio CD teaching series, you will see God begin to invade your life with a supernatural. Begin to experience deep encounters of what it looks like to go beyond the veil into the Holy of Holies. Learn how to operate in the four stages of outpouring, including the rain, the lightning, the fire and the glory. So what does it look like to be supernatural in every single situation? God can turn your ordinary to extraordinary. And I believe Supernatural Revolution, as well as the four CD set, will really bring you to a place of understanding and awaken your senses to operate in the supernatural. This is revolutionary because now you are being given an opportunity to walk with God in a way you've never, ever seen before. Jamie includes anointed prayers, a call to action, and a powerful impartation to help you enact what you are learning. You've got a choice right now. This book will cause your expectation to soar. These teachings will allow you to see what is possible. Anything Jamie can do, you can do. If you want to be just a spectator, fine. But if you're ready to say, Hineni, here am I, God, I believe the book 
an exclusive four CD set, Supernatural Revolution, will catapult you into being front and center. Don't miss out on getting Jamie Galloway's powerful book and his four-part audio CD teaching, Supernatural Revolution, prophetic vision for the 21st century, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9466. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9466. Or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Okay, we're here with Jamie Galloway, and we're talking about the incredible encounters with God that not only he's having and his children are having and his family's having, but he is a firm believer that you can set up camp, the camp of God in your house where God literally comes and visits you. And I love that. I love what he's saying. I love what God is doing. I love the presence of the Lord that we feel right now. Now, Jamie, when we uh, were in the last segment, we talked about that you feel that we are currently in one of the most awesome seasons in the body of Messiah. Talk about that. Yes. You know, one of the things that I, I feel we're stepping into in this specific time is answered prayer. We've been praying, interceding. I mean, the heavens have been sowed into when it comes to prayer. Heaven is full right now. And I feel prophetically that the bowls of intercession are filled up in heaven, and they're just ready to pour out. They're ready to tip out. So many people have had such a longing for such a long time for an encounter, for a move of God. And I've seen there's been a remnant of people that really in the last move of God took home with them what it was that was happening, didn't just relegate it to only be in the church service or, or, or you know, at, at any conference or meeting, but they took it home with them, and they've been seeking God for an outpouring. And I just see in my spirit that this next season we're going to be stepping into such a great outpouring, and the world has really never seen uh, the, the level of encounter that the body of, uh, of Jesus is going to manifest in this hour. And so uh, I had a visitation uh, September 28th of last year, 2016, and really that was when the year began for me. And it was right before uh, the, the, the New Year and the Day of Atonement. I was preparing my heart just to see, God, God, what are you saying in this hour? What do you want to do? And as I began uh, to seek him, he told me uh, on September 28th, he says, I will visit you tonight, and I will speak to you. And Ryan, I, you know, I've I've heard him say that before, and uh, sometimes when he tells me that, it means that he wants me to seek him. You know, he wants me to get up and seek him. So I thought, okay, he's really just wanting me to seek him. You know, and so I thought maybe I'll get up in the middle of the night and seek his face and just just worship and entertain his presence, and. As I laid my head down to sleep, I, I fell asleep, and I was laying on my back. I had my eye, my eyes closed, and for some reason I fell asleep, and immediately, in a, in a matter of seconds, I woke back up, and, my, and power was coursing up and down my entire body. I couldn't move. It was like I was being shocked with electricity, but at the same time, it was it, I was unable to move. I was... It was. I knew it was the power of the Holy Spirit on me, and I had my mouth open, like I had fallen asleep with my mouth open, but I couldn't close my mouth because this power that was on me by the Holy Spirit was literally taking over my natural abilities. I was undone. I was completely unable to move, and I had my eyes open. And I thought, "What is going on?" And I and I stayed still for a second, and I looked across the room. And in comes from the one corner of the room this incredible-looking uh, uh, smoke filled with gold and filled with, uh, like, embers of fire. And it was, it was like moving across the room and coming right at me as if it was looking for someone or something. And it came over and landed up on top of me, and as it was hovering over me, I knew this was the Holy Spirit. He was pouring out something. It was a visitation. 
and I had my mouth open, and while he's hovering over me, this fire embers were coming down, raining on my face and raining into my mouth. And I'm thinking, how? I'm going to choke. How do I get out of this? Because the fire was so intense, and the glory was so intense, and it was just raining down on me. I go into a dream as this is happening. It was like he just poured out this presence on me that put me into a sleep. And in this dream, I see that there is going to be four moves to this uh, or four manifestations to this next move of God. Some would call it seasons. Uh, some would call it levels. Some would call it, uh, you know, different words. It's unique ways that God is going to reveal himself to us. And so I saw the first one was going to be rain. The second one was going to be lightning. The third one was going to be fire, and the fourth one was going to be glory. And I didn't understand all that this meant in the time. And since then, Ryan, I've had to unpackage what this means because the Holy Spirit in the dream made it very clear that this was going to culminate and almost as if it was going to begin very soon. And I saw specifically October of 2017. Which is just a few months away. I know. This is powerful. Yeah, so I I knew something was shifting, like we were coming into a shift season where God was going to shift us up us up into another level of the miraculous, into another level of the glory of God, and He was going to pour out this heavy rain on us, and we were going to see these different stages of outpouring, the the rain, the lightning, the fire, and the glory, and since then. The Holy Spirit's been showing me different things about what those mean. So let me ask you this. How does a believer, and everybody that is listening, how do we make sure that we are are going to be able to dive in for ourselves with all that God is doing? So, In other words, we don't—I'm sure there's nobody listening that, that wants to be on the outside of that camp. So how, how do we make sure that we are ready to jump in? Yeah, that's a great question, Ryan. I, I see this over and over. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. It, it's hearing the message. The faith to seize the moment, not just to see it, because you don't want to be a window shopper in this next season. You no. don't want to just be on the outside looking in. You want to be in the middle of what it is that's going on. And the way to get there is to hear it, hear the message, become aware. It's what I call the power of awareness. You know, what we're not aware of can kill us. What we are aware of, we can, we can embrace whatever, we, you know, whether it's uh, fight the good fight or, or we need to lean in by faith. And so I believe when people hear this message, there's a faith that activates the realm of the supernatural in their life. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the message. And so as this goes out, as this message goes out, and they further explore what these different levels mean or these unique manifestations mean, they're going to be able to attach their faith to seize what it is that they're seeing in the Spirit. Amen. Uh, now, in, in a lot of the things that Laura is showing you with the glory and, and, and what is coming— you have a specific revelation about the one new man, which is one of the, the greatest passions of Sid Roth's heart. Talk, talk to us about what the Lord has shown you about the one new man. Yes. This is so interesting to me because I began to research some, some, some things that the Holy Spirit was showing me specifically about an end-time move of God. And one of the things that he was showing me was the power of the two witnesses being released. We read about these two witnesses in Zechariah. We also read about them in the book of Revelation. And these are the two anointed ones who stand beside the Lord of the whole earth, as Zechariah says. Uh, Revelation talks about them, that the two witnesses that have power to shut up the heavens, they have the power to, to stop the rain, to make it rain. You know, they have these this unique uh, authority, and I, I began to get interested, who are these two? And I began to also parallel that with this revelation of the one new man, and I thought, God, who are these two? And the Scripture says this, that it's appointed unto, one, uh, unto man once to die, and after that to face the judgment. So I began to read the Scripture, 
and I find these two people in Scripture that have not died. The first one is Enoch, and the second one is Elijah. It says in Hebrews 11 that Enoch was not, for God took him. And it says, by faith Enoch was not, for God took him. So there's not just a move of God, but there's also a move of Enoch's faith, partnering with what it was that God was doing. So Enoch was not, for God took him, which means he did not see death. Elijah, in the same way, did not see death. So both of these two have not seen death, but it's appointed unto once for a man to die, after that to face the judgment. And I began to really just lean in. I'm like, God, what is this? What is this? And the Lord started showing me that this was a an outpouring of revival, unlike the world has ever seen before, where both Jew and Gentile worked together to see what it was that Jesus paid for on the cross uh, be fully realized. Everything he paid for be fully realized. And I thought, God, where? what do you mean? And so Elijah, we know, he was in the covenant of Abraham. And so he is of that uh, Jewish bloodline. He has that inheritance, right? But we, we look at Enoch, he's pre-Abraham. He's before Abraham. And so he was outside the covenant, yet God walked with him. And I'm looking at this going, wow, Enoch, is, it's, he's relating to God like a Gentile, like one from the nations. But Elijah is a Jew. So what if the two witnesses were – one was Enoch and one was Elijah? This would make up the one new man walking together in such a supernatural dimension that they're able to reveal the glory of God unlike the world has ever seen. And then you read Revelation, Ryan, and it says that all the eyes of the earth will be upon them. Literally, every eye will see them, and I see a media movement that will be attached to this this outpouring of the one new man. Talk about that. What do you mean by media movement? Well, in order for every eye to see them, there has to be an unprecedented level of media exposure. We are going to see... Media move, a media move of God, unlike ever before, where even even I would say mainstream media will stop reporting stupid news and actually be <laughs> super hungry for the things of God, because there's going to be such a hunger on the earth for the things of God, where where you know their ratings are going to go way low if they're not reporting on what it is that God is doing. So you basically feel that God's going to hijack the media. Total. It's a, we're in a we're in right now an unprecedented moment where people can, you know, I mean, my daughter formed her own YouTube channel. You know, my <laughs> uh, I have friends around me that are form. You know, people are doing all this stuff, and there's such a media push going on right now. But at the forefront, there's going to be forerunners, and I feel like it's supernatural. What Sid is doing, what you guys are doing there, is total forerunner move of God that the media is going to to realign to what it is that Holy Spirit is doing, and not just report news, but be it in the middle of what it is that God is doing, right there, and eyewitness what it is that He's up to. Before before we take a break, give, give us one other thing, I'm putting you on the spot, that the Lord has shown you recently that is about to come, whether it's to the churches, whether it's to us personally, because you make it clear uh, both in your teaching and your books and your CD, the, you make it clear that this is not just for one or two or for the fivefold ministry. This is for everybody listening. The 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 uh, Joel chapter two uh, prophecy that I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh, and you are a firm believer of that. So, what is God showing you? Something else the Lord is showing you that's about to come to to the believers in Yeshua. Yes, we will see. I believe we will see an unprecedented level of prophetic accuracy. Ooh, that's We're good. We're going to see, and I believe when it, when it comes to the rain, the lightning, the fire, and the glory, specifically the, the lightning, the outpouring of lightning, and what that means is an accuracy in the prophetic unlike we've ever seen before. That people, their words, the, the people, I don't want to say prophets because what we often relegate that to is the fivefold. You know, Moses 
says, I would that all of God's people were prophets, that all would prophesy, you know. We're going to see such a level of accuracy in the prophetic across the body of Christ, and we're going to see corporate visitations that the Holy Spirit is going to visit us, the Father God's going to visit us, Jesus is going to visit us, and it's going to be moments where we're going to wake up into visitations, oh, and come on. in those moments of visitation, prophesy, in, I, I believe even in corporate settings, things to come that will hit mainstream news literally the same day or the next day. Man, I feel that, and I receive that for me and my family, and everybody that's listening, receive that word. Now, Jamie, uh, just real quick, tell everybody that is listening what this book and CD set, what, what, what is going to be imparted to them as they dive into your material? Yeah, one of the major themes that we see over and over as people give us feedback about what the book has done and what the CDs will do, one of the things that we see, the themes, is visitation. People report to us this testimony, and it's it's. It's very interesting. It's almost been a common testimony that upon while they're reading the book, I had one lady told me this. I was reading your book, and I fell asleep. I thought, <laughs> wow, was that good? She says, what happened after that has never happened to me ever. She says, I was in the middle of one of your chapters. I fell asleep, and all of a sudden the winds of God came into the place where I was sleeping and literally picked me up and was hovering over me, and I went into a visitation of God. And it's been, Ryan, a theme. Whenever, when people read this, this book is not just a, an index or a glossary or this or that. It's not a dictionary. It's an invitation to visitation. Oh, I we like see, that. Yeah, every, people get an impartation when they're, because that's what our ministry is all about, is imparting what it is that that God is doing so that others can experience the breakthrough as well. We want everyone to experience this. And so as people read, as people listen to the CDs, they're going to experience impartation that they could walk in this same revelation. Well, see, you heard it from Jamie yourself that he is not willing to hoard all these wonderful revelations and things that the Lord is showing him. He has a mandate from God to pass it on to you and me. And uh, what, a, what a way to begin to set yourself up for a visitation. When we come back, we're going to have Jamie share some of the other things that the Lord has shown him, visions of the future. You're going to want to hear this and also the key the key to receiving supernatural visitations. We'll be right back. Jamie Galloway has had multiple open visions of the third heaven, and the Lord shared with him how every believer can experience these heavenly visitations. Now he wants to impart to you how to obtain God's supernatural authority and power to help you fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. Call now and get Jamie Galloway's powerful book and his four-part audio CD teaching, Supernatural Revolution, Prophetic Vision for the 21st Century, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9466. Through this book, Supernatural Revolution, you will understand a powerful key that will open you up to heavenly visitations. Learn how to have divine visitations that will cause a huge shift in your life and will release unprecedented amounts of supernatural favor. Tap into a new season of unparalleled angelic help that will release miracles, signs, and wonders. Begin walking in a new prophetic mantle that will help you obtain powerful revelatory insight. Receive a release of God's creative power to transform the world around you. Begin to walk in supernatural strength and see sudden answers to prayer. Many people report to Jamie that they have had visitations just from reading this book. Through his anointed four-part audio CD teaching series, you will see God begin to invade your life with a supernatural. Begin to experience deep encounters of what it looks like to go beyond the veil into the Holy of Holies. Learn how to operate in the four stages of outpouring, including the rain, the lightning, the fire and the glory. 
So what does it look like to be supernatural in every single situation? God can turn your ordinary to extraordinary. And I believe Supernatural Revolution, as well as the four CD set, will really bring you to a place of understanding and awaken your senses to operate in the supernatural. This is revolutionary because now you are being given an opportunity to walk with God in a way you've never, ever seen before. Jamie includes anointed prayers, a call to action, and a powerful impartation to help you enact what you are learning. You've got a choice right now. This book will cause your expectation to soar. These teachings will allow you to see what is possible. Anything Jamie can do, you can do. If you want to be just a spectator, fine. But if you're ready to say, Hineni, here am I, God, I believe the book, an exclusive four CD set, Supernatural Revolution will catapult you into being front and center. Don't miss out on getting Jamie Galloway's powerful book and his four-part audio CD teaching, Supernatural Revolution, prophetic vision for the 21st century, exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9466. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 946 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Okay, we are back with Jamie Galloway, and we are having a blast learning how to have encounters with God and how visitation is not just for that person or that person or my pastor. The visitation is for me, especially what is coming even this year with the glory of God. Now, Jamie, God's given you uh, some very specific revelations about the future. And I just want to turn you loose to just begin to share, uh, uh, you know, uh, many of these things that the Lord has shown you are about to happen and are happening. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, it, we have been in a, in a very interesting season where God is just soaking us, just, just, just telling us. I mean, God is so talkative, and that's the thing that people— have almost this uh, famine mindset about God's voice, that he only wants to speak maybe once a day. But God wants to speak all the time and just looking for ears to hear. Let me ask you something real quick there, though, Jamie. I, I, I've heard, not on, not on our program, thankfully, but I've heard other people say that kind of the opposite. And I know that you hear from the Lord clearly and that you train others how, how to do that. And there's a lot of people out there that say, you know what? Uh, there's people that say, well, when God's in the mood, he'll, he'll let you know what's up. Or, you know, God, God rarely talks to his people, only when he really has something to say. But you believe that he's more conversational. I, I believe he is. And it's just let him pick the topic. You know, when he wants to talk about something, he'll talk about it. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I, it was a... Uh, the, the, the man who discovered the power of the peanut carver. Yes. He says, God, show me the mysteries of the universe. And he said to him, I cannot because they are too great. Father said to him, but I will show you the mystery of the peanut. You know, wow. let, let God tell you what it is he wants to talk to you about. And that's where I find God becomes most talkative when he's really the one start. He's in the one in charge of the conversation. I like that. Yeah. So speaking of which, he's shown you a lot of things coming up. Yeah. So we started hearing really some uh, some corporate things. I started hearing some corporate things, uh, you know, national things, international things. Uh, back, I think it was 2013, where uh, in, in late 2012, where the Lord started warning me about some of the things that we're seeing today play out right before us. And first off, he started speaking to me about, uh, a great hacking scandal, and the hacking scandal that would uh, reveal people's web browsing history. And I thought, what do you mean, Holy Spirit? And he says that, he says, my people need to clean up their act on the internet. Mm. And I started warning people, I started telling people, in fact, when we were pastoring in the church in January 2013, I started t warning them, 
be careful, everyone, because there's going to be a great hacking scandal this year. And your information, your browsing history is going to be public information, and you need to be very careful about what you set your eyes on online. And, you know, that that was a, a, a warning, but it was also the, the goodness of God because that year we started seeing all these different hacking scandals come out, even our own government hacking our information online and finding out what it is that we're doing. So there's there was no real privacy anymore. Whatever you do will be seen. And even I, – I, it's unfortunate, but uh, someone was telling me, a pastor friend was telling me that one of the, the members of the church were exposed, and one of their leadership was exposed because of the Ashley Madison scandal. I remember that. People were going online and giving their credit card information, giving their, their, their email, and literally submitting applications for affairs. Wow. And so all of these things began to hit the fan, and we're seeing people, you know, kind of playing cleanup, but God wants to prepare us beforehand. He wants us to live holy and righteous lives. Amen. And, you know, whatever is hidden will be exposed. Whatever is the secret will be will be shown openly. And so I began to warn people, and then the Holy Spirit started sharing with me that this is only the beginning, what, that, that literally the, the people's, what, our own, and I, I can say this, mine, our own, what we do online is going to be such public information that literally there's, it's the end of privacy. Wow. It's, it's a very interesting time and season. And people, there were people in our own government that were uh, literally, uh, you know, basically bowing out of their posts to, to say, hey, we are being spied on, we're being, in, we're being looked at, you know, everything that you do is, is public knowledge now. And, and so we have to be super careful as the body of Christ that we keep our act. And it, what does David say? He says, I will walk in an upright way in my own home. That's you know, right. In the secret place, in my own privacy, I will walk in an upright way. I will keep my act together. And, you know, that's the biggest place of temptation I see for people is when they think no one is looking. Absolutely. And so I feel, you know, uh, uh, on the same side of this emerging media revolution, the enemy is going to try to counterfeit things. And we're going to begin to see... Uh, a media exposure unlike ever before where the, the, even what we do in secret will be exposed. And so we have to maintain a steadfast righteousness in this hour and stay pure in our hearts, you know. And then on top of that, what the Lord's been showing me is that with this, with this, you know, keeping ourselves pure, keeping ourselves right, there's going to be access to authority unlike we've ever seen before. And one of the authorities that we'll see is authority over all forms of viruses, sicknesses, and diseases. Yes, amen. And specifically, what the Lord showed me, he started speaking to me back then, was that we were going to begin to see a mosquito virus that was going to come. And this mosquito virus was going to carry, uh, you know, basically uh, it was going to be like a weapons of mass destruction. And there's a blight with this specific mosquito virus, the Zika. It's a blight against children. And so we're seeing that right now. And I believe the answer that uh, the CDC is looking for, all those in the health community are looking for, is the blood of Jesus. Amen. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. And I, and so I see coming, we'll see authority over different sicknesses and diseases and different plagues that come up. And we need to be as the body of Christ, not afraid when we hear these things, but know that we have authority over every sickness, every disease, every demonic thing. And God is not handcrafting these diseases in heaven. No, but he's giving us a preemptive answer, is what you're exactly. saying. Exactly. Yes. He knows what the enemy is up to. So he's, <laughs> he's going to begin to give the body of Christ access and authority to a healing power, his healing presence, and miracle presence, to bring to an end all forms of sickness and disease. And even cancer, we'll see 
specifically we'll see breakthroughs in cancer. And I believe in the next two years, we will see breakthroughs in cancer in the medical community, and we will see breakthroughs in cancer in, 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 in the body of Christ as well. We're going to see major breakthroughs, and cancer will be will have a I believe will come to a place of 100% accuracy with cancer, that cancer will no longer have a place in any believer's life. Yes, in and Jesus' name. It will be name. a distinguishable blessing that people outside of the covenant will go, I want that. Oh. I want to be in the covenant because I want to have what they have, which is a cancer-free zone. Now, so, now, Jamie, something that we hear about in the news often is Russia. And we uh, have a ministry here uh, at Is Supernatural where we are reaching the Jewish people of the Ukraine and Russia and so on and so forth, the Russian-speaking uh, Jewish uh, people. And the Lord has shown you some very powerful things about the Russian Jews. What has he shown you? Yes. Okay, so for Russia, there was, in the spirit, there was a, a, a demonic assignment to stir up war with Russia. And God did not want this war with Russia. And God was bringing in this, he was going to raise up intercessors out of Russia and America that would pray for peace between our nations. And then he also was going to raise up what I saw out of the Russians, specifically out of the, the Jewish believers in Russia, that uh, those who look to Jesus as Messiah, that he was going to raise up prophetic voices that at one point we saw America be a premier uh, prophetic voice. We're going to see in Russia premier prophetic voices out of the Russian Jewish section of Russia that they were going to walk in such dynamic power that I, I could only really, I thought in my heart when I was seeing this, was this is the power of the two witnesses. Mm, I mean, wow. there was going to be such accuracy and boldness on them that they were going to prophesy, and it was going to get the world's attention. There was going to be a massive revival among the Jewish people out of Russia, and I saw much celebration. I saw, uh, I even saw favor coming upon them, uh, not, not, not just favor from uh, one another, but I saw favor from uh, the, the local community around them. And uh, God was going to begin to defend them. He was their defender. And he was going to defend them against unrighteous things that have been done to them. He was going to guard and protect them. But they were going to rise up in a prophetic anointing. And it was going to be something that w w I saw as a forerunner for the rest of the body of Christ. And so there, the, specifically for the, for the Jews in Russia, the Russian Jews, their their communities were going to walk in an intercessory power and prophetic power that was going to knock down walls of the enemy and have such accuracy that I really could only think of Samuel and, and, and the prophet where it says not one of his words fell to the ground. God did not let one of his words fall, fall to the ground. I mean that level of accuracy where literally every word that they speak, it comes to pass. What a powerful word. I I. I don't know about you that are listening, but I can't wait to see that uh, come to pass because we have a, such a heart, of course, for the Jewish people uh, to be saved, to meet uh, Yeshua, but also for those Jewish people that are all over the world. And you may be listening, you may be Jewish, and you may not know Yeshua, but I am telling you, he is reaching out to you even now. And God is about to do a mighty work all across this world with the Jewish people, bringing them, gathering them back in, bringing them in to the things of Yeshua. I am so excited about this. I can't even hardly stand it. Now, you say that there, Jamie, there is a key to receiving supernatural visitations. What is that key? Yes. This has been, Ryan, the biggest key for me. And I know others, I've talked to others and that, that have had this similar revelation that waiting on God, being still in one location, you know, we talk about waiting on God, and I've heard others talk about waiting on God, and, and some of their description of waiting on God seems to be me, meaning to them patience, have patience. 
I'm not talking about patience, although this will require patience. Being in a, in a, in a still place of waiting on God, I notice when I do that, I enter into realms of visitation of the glory, and it becomes uh, so easy to access when I learn how to wait on him. What, what does waiting on God look like to you? Yeah, Isaiah forty thirty one says this, Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run, not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. And that specific type of waiting, rest patiently, wait on the Lord, it's, it's resting and being still for a prolonged period of time. Not meditation, but a focused concentration on the presence of God. Many of uh, I've heard many people talk about meditation recently. And meditation is powerful when it's centered on what it is that God is saying. But this is not just a focus on truth. This is a focus on the person and the presence of God himself. So I, I've practiced this for the last 12 years, 13 years, and just been still in his presence. And I find certain times of the day that I, it's easier for me Maybe my mind's not racing. Maybe my body's not, you know, uptight. I'm not anxious or anything like that. I find those certain times of the day, and I set myself aside. You know, it's, it says that Adam walked with God in the cool of the day. So there was a certain time of day that Adam walked with God. And it tells us that Jesus, he was uh, seeking the Father in the in, in what we now know as the middle of the night. Um and he would retreat by himself for a while, and he would watch, and he would pray. And I find that certain times of the day, if I wait on God, if I watch and pray, meaning I, I, I slow down, I don't move my body, and I just go, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I'm here. I'm wanting to hear you. I will, I'll be in a, somehow either in a sitting position or laying on my back, but I don't want to fall asleep. And if I do that, I find that I walk, I, I enter into visitation so frequently because of that form of prayer. And on the CD, I'll actually describe the different stages of in, what it looks like to, to, to enter into that. And it's really the revelation that we see in the tabernacle and in the temple. The different stages of the tabernacle and the temple lead ultimately up to the mercy seat. Where in that place, in the Holy of Holies, you're absolutely still and you're focused on God's goodness, his glory, his presence, the majesty of God. And that's when God speaks and he visits whoever's in that place. Speaking of visiting uh, people, would you pray over all those that are listening right now? Absolutely, Ryan. You know, I'm going to pray that this season of your life, those that are listening, this season of your life would be more miraculous, more filled with God's glory, more filled with his expression and what I call the signature of God, that he would literally write his signature on you and you would see miraculous signs and wonders all around you, but visitations of his presence that you would say, I'm in God's camp. Holy Spirit, I ask you right now to breathe on those that are listening. Give them the faith to enter into places of visitation, encounters with you, into realms of your presence that we thought were previously unaccessible. I ask for an encounter that would spark a new understanding, God, in those that are listening, that they would be able to visit with you, Holy Spirit. They would be able to hear you, Jesus. They would be able to, to walk with you, Father, in the cool of the day. And I ask that you would lead them and guide them into, into realms of visitation, that your presence would be so on them that people from the outside looking in would see the goodness of God on them, visibly see the glory of God, and, and say, wow, God is on you. God is good. Father, I'm asking for this right now. I declare, let there be realms of visitation. Let there be realms of encounter. Let there be manifestations of the Spirit and power that signify that you are with us in this season. They give us signs that help us know we are on the right path. 
Father, I ask this in Jesus' name. Let it be. Okay, amen. You heard Jamie share some incredible things that God has shown him, and his passion is to impart these things to you, to show you how you can have your own visitation with God. Again, we are offering this Supernatural Revolution Package book and CD set. It's really how you can walk in the supernatural strength of God and see sudden answers to prayer. And at the end of each chapter, it includes a call to action that gives you practical advice on how you can step into things of God and take your place in the supernatural revolution. I'm telling you, there's so many keys in this book and CD set of how to have your own visitation. Like Jamie was talking about how you can learn how to set up God, a God camp in your house, in your family, at your job and wherever else that you are waiting on the Lord. You've been listening to Messianic Vision with our special guest, Jamie Galloway. Now here's Sid to tell you how you can get the Supernatural Revolution Package. A supernatural revolution is taking place now. An unprecedented move of the Spirit of God is covering the earth, and you are invited into the very heart of this movement. It's your time to rise up and encounter God like never before. To order Jamie Galloway's book, Supernatural Revolution, and this exclusive four-CD set, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at SidRoth.org. That's SidRoth.org. Offer number 9466 for an investment Thirty-nine U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9466. Once again, that's offer number 9466.